0: Log Talks Radio. <laughs>
1: Madden Voice, 3,
2: 2, 1, now. Woo, the Madden Voice, Commissioner T here. Tuesday, September 28th, just got through. Can you believe three games gone already? I'm trying to tell you. I don't know what it is about football season. It's the shortest of all the pro sports seasons. And I don't know what it is and why it just always feels like it goes so fast. But we're looking at October already. We are. we You know, we do power rankings after four, though. We may make it since they added a game. Uh, see what the guys think. Maybe maybe we'll do it after five games or four. I don't really care. But but the point is, we already have three games in. Wait, we we, we are on our fourth game. I'm telling you, you're gonna blink. Halloween, blink again. Thanksgiving, blink again. Christmas, blink again. at Super Bowl time. It's it's amazing how fast it goes. It it it, it really is. And this season is already turning out to be, uh, you know, what's the word we like to use? parody? like it's wide open. Oh, and and by the way, how about them Cowboys?
1: You already
2: know. <laughs> Let me bring on the fellas. They're all here. They're waiting. You know, um, I, I you know, I, I, I'm th- for this week. I'm happy to be a Cowboys fan. Um. For this week, I would not be happy to be a Steelers or a Bears fan. Just saying. But that said, let me, let me introduce my, my brothers, Dr. Train, JB, K-Star. Welcome to the Madden Voice.
3: Yes, sir. Back again. Three
2: weeks
0: in. Yep. Present. I'm yeah. present. Yeah, present. Yeah. yeah. Did I hear Train?
4: I'm here, man. You know, <laughs> I'm here.
2: Woo! You know, we could literally fill the show with just Cowboys, Bears, and Steelers. with With It's funny that the three teams that we all follow happen to be three of the biggest stories after three weeks. So we are going to cover all three of our teams. Um, we're going to touch on the fact that two perennial Super Bowl contenders, like the Chiefs and the Seahawks, are one and two. Um, And, you know, we're going to ask JB, who was his biggest win, who was his biggest loss. Train's going to do his pick six. We're going to sneak a little bona fide or bona front end, because I got a couple questions. I'm going to help K-Star with his segment, because I got (laughs) a couple bona fide, bona (laughs) front questions I want to get answered, so I'm going to help you know with that segment because it's becoming a fit, the section that I actually really like, even though it's K Star's section. I don't really like K Star, but I like the I like the section. I like the I like that <laughs> beat. No, I'm just kidding. I like K like Star. K Star. K Star. I. Yeah. Um, Damn, bro. So, yeah, it's, it's tough enough the
0: weekend. Not, right. Yeah, not,
2: not. yeah, I know. I know. But you God, didn't, didn't have know. you didn't. You know you when I got beat by auto pick and then I got beat by you. You didn't give a fuck. You didn't care, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember, I don't, you know, my zero and six picks last week. Ah, right, you didn't care about that either. Shit. So, um, you know, I listened to the show, um, back, and I enjoyed it, but what was missing was like not enough background stuff, not enough sound effects, no, no music at all. It, it, I so I'm gonna try to throw some in here and there. You know, like this. Dilly dilly. Yeah. dilly,
1: Dilly, dilly. <laughs> you know, <of> <laughs> I like that. No, oh, that was missed. yeah. I like that one too.
2: So we're we, we gonna we're gonna see what we can do to just keep it keep it light, but have some fun. Um, but you know, we I'm going. So this week, last week, we didn't start with the Cowboys because it was a Thursday night game. Oh, no, that was week one, it was Thursday night. Whatever. We didn't start with them week one when they played their their butts off. But three weeks in, dare I say? it's a new day in Dallas. Can, can I, can I, can I, can I say that? Can I say that comfortably? And then they don't go and, and, and you know, they're home against Carolina and then lay an egg. And then I got a question. Okay. What happened? I, I, I feel good about this team. I'm going to tell you why I feel good about this team. It's not just that they whooped up on the Eagles. That. Never hurts, okay? <laughs> never. Did I say hurts? It never Jalen hurts, okay? It doesn't. But if you follow the team and you realize how many players are out either injured, injured reserve, or COVID, normally a team, you know, with this kind of talent that has all these missing players, they, they fold. I've seen that time and time again, particularly in Dallas, under Jason Garrett. But let me remind everyone who's listening, including my three brethren, that Mike McCarthy was the coach of the Green Bay Packers when they had, I believe, 16, 17 players on injured reserve, but they had that 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 guy Aaron Rodgers and they won a Super Bowl. Okay? And Mike McCarthy was the coach. So, you know, and then you've got a Super Bowl caliber coach like Dan Quinn who went to the Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator, who went to the Super Bowl as a head coach. Okay, we, we know what happened against the Patriots. We know. But he made it there, okay? And now he's our defensive coordinator. I say this defense looks nothing like the Mike L- Nolan pathetic defense of last year. So I, I don't know. I'm going to get JB's thoughts. And, you know, they, they won. I'm not going to spend – it's three games. Okay, so I'm not going to get too high – because the two and one, I'm not just like I didn't get low when you know you didn't close the deal against against Brady. Okay, you came within a minute and a half from winning that game. Cool. Two and one after three games, you know the Chargers game. You know Cowboys won, could have lost, but won. So I'm, I'm not going to get too high on the two and one record in the NFC least. but I am getting high on the play that I am seeing. The the, the especially offense, we kind of expected that especially as long as Dak is healthy. We expected the offense to be formidable, and it is. The defense was the question. A lot of new players, new coach, new scheme. Historically bad defense just one year ago. Could a coach in one year make an impact that shows immediately? And I'm not talking about numbers. I'm not even necessarily talking about wins and losses. I'm talking the ISIS. I'm talking about what you see. And I'm curious. I'm actually also curious about uh, Train because he loves good defense, and I'm curious about K-Star because he hates the Cowboys. So I'm curious about what all these guys have to say. But I'm going out here right now and saying I think it's – I'm not going to make predictions. I'm not going to do like this guy I know. I don't think he's listening. Um, Jay knows who he is. Rippy, I ain't going to say his last name, talking about the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl after the first week. How How that prediction feeling now, bruh? How that feel? I'm just saying. How how That's how you like funny. me now? Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> he had a post. He had a post that said he you know he does. Um, he he watches the game and you know he he cooks and you know he makes it a big deal, which is cool. A lot of people. I have never gone to. I've never been to his house. Okay. Um, and he had a big thing where he invited people to come over and watch the game Sunday night. Um, I mean Monday night. And after they lost, there's not one post, nothing. Okay, so I went on the thread and I just said, "How was the party?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> my and God, the passive word. aggressiveness right there!
2: <laughs> oh, bro, classic. Oh my classic.
0: God, just, draft, uh, just uh, dropped, it, it just, just dropped, just dropped in an unbelievable uh, passive aggressive uh, nuclear bomb. Uh, uh, hold hold, oh, hold up! Hold up!
2: Game over. I don't know if you heard that, but that's game over. Like it was, it was, it was just like I had to pat myself on the back, you know. And his response was, "I hope you sprain your ankle." <laughs> that's what he, that's what he said, I hope you sprain your ankle. Okay. Um, but anyway, I, 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 I digress. I digress. I, I'm curious what, the, what for me the eye test. And the way these boys are pursuing and hitting and uh, the way – and, again, with all of these players out, I'm just – I can only imagine what this upside, particularly on defense, is when these guys, you know, Demarcus Lawrence and Keanu Neal and, you know, a bunch of other guys that that are out when these guys get back. I I can't even imagine they got that bad dude, Michael Parsons. Good Lord, that dude (sighs) – Anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's all I got to say. The eye test right now after three games, I'm excited. doesn't hurt that they're 2-1-1, but the eye test is telling me this is a different team. And, hey, if I'm wrong in a few weeks, I'll come out and say it. Nah, nope. Scrap that. But right now, <laughs> this team is, is, is making a statement, we're we going to be there. Richard Sherman is visiting with the Buccaneers. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, J.B., I tried to say a lot, but not say a lot so I could leave you some, that I know I generally try to take it all, and then you come in like, thanks, D." So what are your thoughts? And go anywhere you want with it, but what are your thoughts? Well, it's along the same lines. We've always talked about it
3: before on this show. We don't get caught up in numerics and statistics, even though it does help support our points. We always talk about how does it look, how does it feel, how does it smell, all that good stuff. And... For me, it's actually the eye test is a different team on not just the defense, but even the offense, too. The offense is moving, putting up yards. It's But the way they're marching down the field, it, it it's almost as if they can pick and choose how they want to do it at any given moment. If they say, you know what, I need five yards from a run game. Here, give to Zeke. Give to Pollard. I got my five. I need 15 to CD. Get my 15. It's like I'm going to take what I want. And – I'm seeing that from, from this year even more so than I've seen it last year, the way they're methodically moving up and down the field. Big plays here, chunk plays there, a, a two-yard run, three-yard slant. But they're doing it the way they want to. And at times last year, I didn't see that on offense. Now, defense is a completely ball
2: game. Last year. I'm sorry, you said last year. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. Micah Parsons... No, I was laughing. Is, I was yeah. laughing because last year sucked. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go
3: ahead. It, 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 it absolutely did. It sucked like a pacifier. But yes, Micah sir. Parsons' play truly infectious. And, and you can see how players that were there from could. last year that played well, but are playing even better. I think they're buying into the scheme. I think they're buying into what needs to be done. Having a, a true off season always helps, too. And, see, to you you touched on it. You've got, you've got a, a D coordinator who was in the Super Bowl as a D coordinator and as a head coach. You've got a head coach that's been there with another team as a head coach. What does that say? So,
0: is the it's a D coordinator. Sorry, real quick. D coordinator. Is that Gus Bradley or is it Dan Quinn? I agree which Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Quinn. Dan Quinn. Quinn. Okay. From, from Atlanta, correct? Yep. No. Well, he coached Atlanta. D, he was a
3: D coordinator at Seattle first.
1: Seattle.
3: Of yeah, Boone, baby. I, that's right. I was, yep, that's right. Right. I remember. Region I was making Boone. sure. Yep. So, so, you're talking about establishing a winning culture, a winning environment. And that combined with these players buying into it with, with Parsons, just flying all over the place, it's spreading. And, and that type of mentality spreads throughout the entire team, throughout the entire organization. So I I think it is a new day myself. I'm, I'm hopelessly optimistic. But the way they've been doing it these first three games, it leads me to believe that there's uh, there's great things ahead and they're paving the way to get towards it. So I've been happy so far.
2: I do want to add one thing. um, And thank you, JV. I want to add one thing. Um, One one of these, I will watch Manning and Manning. I've seen clips and they're hilarious. I may want, like, actually watch them through a whole game. But I was watching, like, some of the clips that they were showing. And I don't know in the history of the NFL if we could say that there was a better quarterback at the line of scrimmage than Peyton Manning. Okay, and I'm talking about Tom Brady, Drew Brees, you know, John Elway. Um, you can you can go down the list. I don't know if there was a better quarterback at the line of scrimmage than Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning said, I am impressed with what I see with Dak at the line of scrimmage. Now, if Peyton Manning says that, and he ain't got no horse in this race, he he, <laughs> he you know, uh, he's a gentleman He's respectful But he ain't gonna sit down and lie And if Peyton Manning says that I heard that and I was like er? Peyton Manning Peyton Man- The god of line of scrimmage Said I am impressed with Dak's control of the game From the line of scrimmage And the adjustments that he's making And literally They, they explained what he was doing You know they literally Said well here's what he's doing When the safety does this See, sure. Dak's gonna do this and you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was exactly what Dak was doing. So, you know, Peyton's one of the yep. goats, so I have nothing, nothing but respect for uh Peyton Manning. Nothing. I have no hate at all for him at all. So Peyton says it. I'm like, Okay. Now I know it's not just me feeling like Dak has just moved up to you know, he's hit that elite level in my opinion. He's he is now I mean, I'm sorry haters out there, but he, I'm going to put him in the conversation with the top QBs in the game right now based on what I've seen after three games. Could change? yeah. But right now, he's there. Um, K-Star, as the resident Cowboy hater... Uh, you know, you're gonna say, oh, well, I don't nah. hate the Cowboys. That's
0: what you're going to say. I don't, I, don't I, don't hate hate I don't hate the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't hate the Cowboys. I believe i picked I them not to win. Not that not that yeah, course,
2: not that
0: of course. Yeah. Of course you set that up the yeah, goddamn copy trap. Yes,
1: yeah the, the Cowboys,
0: right I said, after a week ago, you, you fucking let me talk. <laughs> God damn, bro. I'm going off a horrible, horrific loss. I can't even get a goddamn word <laughs> in it because I'm being trolled. Dilly
2: dilly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God,
0: man. It's killing me. Um, <laughs> man. Hey, hey, right. hey, hey. So, no, k okay, i was uh, even...
2: K-Stop, this is for you, K-Stuff. <laughs> this is
1: for you. K-Stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Got some look Don't tell him,
0: bro. Okay, okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, so even after the Cowboys lost to the Buccaneers, I think we all were encouraged on the show by how they played. We talked about how moral victories, you know, some people kind of scoff at it, but there's a lot to tell in the story within the team structure and how they played. And the way they played versus Tampa seems indicative of how they were in the future. Um, and we've, we've seen them progress. We've seen them win these close games. Uh, along the way, these past two games and this last game wasn't close at all. But you would expect that from a team that could compete the way they did versus Tampa, that has this roster structure. That and, and in regards to Dak, watching him and I watched the Peyton Manning telecast and it was really impressive. Live, Peyton was uh, complimenting his calls at the last scrimmage because he would see too deep, you know, check to I think it was even a half-back draw on second and long that got down to the five, and then he checked into another run that led to a touchdown. Zach was just doing the little things that make a big difference, and um, they dominate from start to finish. The Cowboys did, and they just looked really good. And For me, what's most impressive, not only is Zach's play, but the defensive depth they seem to have. You know, Parsons, obviously, the hit on that pick. We can all see that. He's a playmaker. Um, the ascension of uh, Mr., Diggs. What's his first name? Cornerback um, Diggs. Trev- Trayvon? Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. He Trayvon. Yep. Yeah, he looks like he looks amazing. Um, and what really impressed me even the week prior when they I think they lost to Marcus Lawrence prior to the game and they showed enough depth to beat Justin Herbert and the Chargers in LA. So like this team it has depth, it has elite quarterback play, and it has a defense that's starting to rise up. So yeah, I'm jealous. Frankly, the Cowboys are really good.
2: Thank you, and you should be. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) Dr. Train, um, you know, some of my best football conversations in the history of the world have been with Dr. Train when I used to work in Bridgeport, Connecticut, which is about an hour from my house, and I would get in the car, and I couldn't wait to get in the car and call Train, because we would literally talk football. I would get get to my house and sit in the car. We'd probably be on the phone like two, three hours just talking football. And that literally is what led to this. And I always walked away with a lot of respect in general for his football acumen, but the dude new defense, I would literally be like, all right, bro, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you're sounding impressive right now, but I don't know. So I'm curious. You can talk about whatever you want, but I am just curious your reaction to their defense, considering your, your, you know, how much you love watching good defense. Um, what, what are your
4: thoughts on the Cowboys? Um. One of the phrases I love to hear about a defense is say, they say, um, play fast, even if you make a mistake. Play fast. Um, I, I like the approach that uh, Dallas took to get to where they are right now with the, with the defense. It, it was, when we all got ready to make our picks for game one against Tampa Bay, my biggest question mark then was, I don't know what that defense is going to look like. We have not seen this group together. You, you went after Dan Quinn, who coached Super Bowl defense, who was the leader of the Legion of Boom. <laughs> he invented it. You know, you, you go in a draft. <laughs> you didn't draft. You know, you didn't do half your draft for defenders. You did. <laughs> Hold. The so lot? <laughs> draft for defense. But what I noticed I was watching the game and they brought that up. That was the first four rounds. For those who don't understand quality of the first four rounds, it's a big deal for for a team to pass up on, you know, maybe a you know, other offensive talent that would that may have been rated higher to stick with the plan of we are going to we are going to take the best defender on the board every single round for the next for the first four rounds. I can't remember they just only showed the first four, but that was six picks. Was six or five it was five good. or six picks. It was like six like five or six picks. I think it was six. I think it was six picks. It was six picks, right? Yeah, that I think so quality. That is like that. you you well, I I'll put I put, it, I put it this way. You expect quality returns from doing so, you know, because a lot of times teams are mixing it up. You know, they're trying to fill fill a bunch of holes. Well, Dallas knew they only had one hole,
1: defense.
4: (laughs) 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 That was the one hole. But to see it actually come together on the field, I was excited when you guys drafted Michael Parsons. I think it just failed. You you missed out on um, Patrick Sertain, but uh, Michael Parsons, great consolation prize. It was actually good to see Diggs, who was drafted the same year as Jalen Johnson. That's how I knew who Diggs was because he came off the board uh, uh, towards the end of the first round, I believe, before uh, Chicago picked up Jalen Johnson. And Jalen Johnson was like the sixth cornerback taken taken off the board that year. But to see Diggs play, you know, see that second that second year growth, um, that's pretty nice out of Alabama and covering uh his former teammate, you know why hmm. doing so. So I mean it's to see what it was last year and to get that quick turnaround like that, man, uh the offense I expect the offense to do what they do. And I know little Brother Jay, you say they look they look, you know, just a little bit more upbeat than they did. I would not say last year. Dak <laughs> wasn't there all of last year. Um, I expected the offense to do what they're doing now. I, I, I wouldn't have I, – I mean, if I saw anything less, it would be a head-scratcher for me. Like, what the hell is wrong with their offense? They got everything they need. But to see the defense play, play complementary, and I, I complementary does not mean equal, just so those out there in the world understand. It does not mean equal. It means that you play enough with uh you play well enough such that your strength is even stronger. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by complementing the offense to a defense. You play enough, you play, your offense plays well enough so your defense that's already strong is even stronger. <laughs> and it gets stronger as the game goes along. You know, so. Um, man kudos i'm I'm excited to see what you guys do for the remainder of the year i will I will say this I won't say predictions, but I expect for y'all to win this division <laughs> playoffs is another thing but this division i look across it <laughs> i would be pissed not as a as a football fan to see y'all you know battling to win the division at the end of the season It's just I'm, i'm i'm serious i i will be pissed. Because I don't see no reason. Let, me, t- uh, Let me tell you, something. Washington without was a quarterback, Eagles, it's, it's, um, not quite what they were. We won, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and the Giants but, are just—I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's they're yeah. something special. Yeah, I, I mean, if Dak
2: stays healthy, which we we expect, because. You know, yeah. this, he's, he's had one injury in his career. <laughs> yeah. It happened to be a major yeah. one, but he's not injury prone. He's not Carson Wentz or, you know, some of these other quarterbacks seem like they're always, you know, Tua, and these guys always seem nicked up and banged up. Dak is not. He, he's a tough quarterback, and he plays. And if he stays healthy and the Cowboys don't win the division, I, I, I don't even know what I would do because this division is terrible. Um, the Giants exactly. are terrible. The the Reds, I'm sorry, the Washington football team. I mean, what happened to that dominant defense everybody talked about last year? Terrible. And, you know, the the Eagles we just just saw. I mean, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know. And this is, see, not every player in the NFL can handle the spotlight, can handle when expectations are placed on you. Not every player can handle it. That's one of the things we've talked about on this show. And, and, you know, you got to give a guy like Tom Brady kudos because he's had expectations placed on him from day one and just, just you yeah, know what, expectations hit, <laughs> ha, he like could care less, you know. <laughs> but, you know, there's other guys that can't, they can't do it, you know. And, and Jalen Hurts right now has not demonstrated that he can handle it. You know, all these expectations and he's this and he's that and he's, he's Michael Vick or he's Lamar you well, No, he's none of that. He's not a very good quarterback right now. You know, I watched the game. I watched the entire game, and I watched it not only go Dallas, I watched it as the Madden voice. And I was not impressed by the Eagles at all. I mean, they got that guy at nose tackles pretty good. And, of course, Fletcher Cox, probably future Hall of Famer. He's damn good. Um, But, you know, you can pick off the players that you could tell got some talent. But as a team and that head coach, uh, I, I don't know where they find these guys. I really don't. <laughs> I am serious. Miles going... was... <laughs> Yeah I was go ahead. gonna say the play calling
0: yeah, no, was that's terrible good too. Point, Everything yeah. about that game that the Eagles uh employed, deployed was awful. Like you know, I think they ran the ball twice at the through one half and a lot of that was because the volume of plays the Cowboys ran, but a lot of that was because yeah. the Eagles couldn't sustain drives because they didn't give the young quarterback and Jalen Hurts a chance, man. They just told him yeah. pass the ball every single fucking play.
4: And yeah, think, when Miles
0: Sanders did touch the ball, he did well.
4: But you can't just
0: act like he's back right away and that he can handle that workload. Well. This is a young quarterback, but man. You gotta do things to build him up, not just set him up for failure. It's,
4: ma- it's match. It's matchup. Sometimes teams get a little high on on their initial initial start off. You look at the first game they played; it was Atlanta. where we all know what Atlanta is <laughs> at this point.
1: Yeah, but After they also had the ball their, really
4: well too their opponents beginning were, of the game. But their opponents have been tougher since. They they played much tougher opponents than Atlanta, week week two and week three. Just saying, that's all. That's the one so thing they I to, always wait on. I always wait for it in the season because the beginning you just don't know, but man, you get to like week four and five, and you start to see people who who are who who are who are rising to the top to be contenders.
0: Yeah. Did you say just how bad you the say, was last night too?
2: Did you Did you say we know who Atlanta is? Mm-hmm. Is that Is that what I heard you say?
0: We just yeah. we, the Bears are what we thought
2: they were. What we, we, What we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason? Like it's bullshit. Bullshit. We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook.
4: We should have been crowned that year, fucking any. That guy is pissed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Remember the beer commercial?
4: That guy is pissed. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: R.I.P. Denny Green. Well, that will never. That will never be yeah. old.
0: No, well, and it's applicable. Always will be.
2: When when I said the
3: offense looks better this year compared to last year, I wasn't talking about post Dak getting hurt. I was talking about pre Dak getting hurt. That's the comparison there when I'm talking about the offense this year compared to last year. You Um, mean the pre
4: Dak, were y'all putting up like 40 a game? God damn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to do you want, little big brother
1: Jay. (laughs) Shit. No, but but, but the
0: Cowboys' offense is better.
1: (laughs) They were
3: coming
0: from behind a lot in those games, man.
3: These first three games from what I've seen from this offense compared to the first, what was it, four and a half games before Dak got hurt, this offense looks even sharper than than last year's before Dak got hurt. There's a certain um, command of the offense that he has this year that he hasn't had before. And he had pretty strong command last year, no doubt. But it's even stronger. And – that's where I'm coming from with it. There's something about this year's offense. It just looks like it is more in tune with one another. And and we, we had, what, Zach was out for a few games. Um, there's no uh, Travis Frederick, unfortunately, last year. But it seems like we're starting to try and figure out a way to get those days. Last night's game reminded me of the, the rookie season with Dak and Zeke, where the defense was middle of the road but the offense was able to not only put, on, put up points, but also take care of time and possession. The other thing that I'm seeing from this offense is, one, time of possession has been in their favor. Two, the takeaway battle they've won. And then three, they're not uh, penalty-prone like these teams that they've been up against. So if you win those three phases of the game, you put yourself in a really good position to win. And, and that's, that's one of the major differences I'm, I've seen from before that got hurt last year to
2: now. You know, and then we're going to move on from Dallas, but um, I I think, you know, playbooks take a while to really master. You know, you don't master an NFL playbook in one year, um, unless you've been playing for 10 and you've seen everything. Um, And, you know, it was Jason Garrett that made Kellen Moore the offensive coordinator. It was Jason Garrett that promoted him from a quarterback coach to offensive coordinator. It's Jason Garrett that – kept Kellen Moore on the staff because Kellen and Dak had a great relationship because Kellen was Dak's backup at one point. He was one of the backups and Jason Garrett being a former quarterback and and understudied a Troy Aikman. So, you know, he's seen, um, you know, great quarterback play. And, you know, I just want to give Jason Garrett some love because that was all him. And even I questioned it back then, this young unknown guy. And now all of a sudden he was one year quarterback coach. And now you're making him a you know, uh, uh, offense coordinator. What are you thinking? And now he's long gone, but Kellen Moore, now they're talking about him being, you know, the next Sean McVay, right. It could be the new young hotshot um, next year or two. Oh, he's gone so, after
0: this year. Yeah. He, yeah. That's what,
2: that's, 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 that's what, that's what they're saying. And, you know, we'll see um, Jerry has a way of keeping people a little longer than they want to by cutting that check. <laughs> you know, when Garrett was ready to go to Baltimore, um, and Baltimore was going to pay him, uh, uh, I think it was $3 million, and Gary said, I'll match it, stay here. And Jason said, okay, <laughs> I'll stay here, and you'll be the next head coach. Okay, I'd rather be head coach here. So, yeah. But anyway, enough on that. Um, good yeah. analysis, guys. Appreciate it. And, um, you know, just just one more for the road because we can. How you know, about Jim so- Galloway Woo! Because we know how fleeting these happy moments are in the NFL. Speaking of fleeting happy moments, let's talk about the Steelers. Sure. Let's move on to the Walking Steelers. On. Let's let's let um. You know, I, I'm curious, K Star. I'm hearing. You
0: sure, you don't like, want to keep talking about the Cowboys? You can go back to the Cowboys if you want. <laughs> uh,
2: was
4: happy moments, uh, wasn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, A, 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 we can, but I, I, you know, I, I've been
4: hearing doom and
2: gloom for Pittsburgh. Like, done. This could be Tomlin's first losing record as a head coach. Ben is old. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hearing, like, bad. And, you know, the one thing I respect about you is you're going to tell it like it is. Um, And I'm curious what you think. Is there any, you know, are they just in a bad – we've seen this team with Tomlin and Ben go through tough times and come out of it and still make the playoffs. Okay? We've seen this before. So where are you at in all of the scuttlebutt on the Bears actually stink, <laughs> and Ben is old. Like where are you at in all of that?
0: God. Um. Look, guys, <laughs> I. I uh, I can't do it, but I. When I it's about doing bona fide on the front, I, I'll just put it like this. I love Ben Roethlisberger. He is the first ballot Hall of Famer that he should have retired last year. The reason why I say that is because I would feel confident that Ben can, even this year, play well. Not great. But well, if the circumstances of the team were different, whereas if the offensive line was mediocre, it's not good. But the fact of the matter is when you have a quarterback who was already banged up, who's 39, behind probably the worst off the line of football, both from a run game perspective and a pass game perspective, who can't move like he used to. Like The conditions are set to where an old player like Ben Roethlisberger cannot thrive, okay? And you need that when you're at that age. This reminds me and a lot, sadly, of watching Brett Favre's final year in Minnesota. And I don't like to over react, but I cannot see a situation where the Steelers off of the line improves. That's not in the cards this season. How does it get better? These are young players that are having a lot of turnover when they're off the line through injury already. There's not gonna be that continuity throughout the year, you know, and we have one of the toughest schedules in the league this year. Next Sunday, we play Green Bay. Sunday after that, we play Denver. Sunday after that, we play Seattle. Okay. See where this is going. Sunday after that, we play the Browns. So we pair a brutal schedule, a brutal off of the line, and one of the best quarterbacks of all time at age 39. The results are what the results were on Sunday. And while my hope is that the team improves, and I think they will in terms of defenses, defensively, because they were without T.J. Watt, they were without Devin Bush, they were without some starters on defense, the defense will improve. The offense, I don't see a path to where they improve. There's just not a run game because we don't have an off the line and there's not gonna be a pass game at age thirty nine with no pass protection. I hate to say it, but Ben should have retired. This is not a year where he could have thrived in this in this structure and the setting and it breaks my fucking heart. But I, I don't see where the life in the, the tunnel is like they have been in the past. We do not have the personnel, we do not have the youth at the quarterback position. And Big Ben's already hurt. He's already hurt after surgery 2 years ago on the shoulder like this is this is this is actual panic mode i mean the dealers are in world trouble right now
2: well you know i i'm not going i'm not going to uh um uh, rain on you when you're down but i'm going to say you're spoiled you're spoiled you know cuz you're dealing with what the rest of us deal with all the time you know what i mean but, you know, you still have fans of sport. You only had three coaches. You got six Super Bowls. You know, you've, you've had, you know, Ben. You've had, you know, um, you know, stout awesome. defense. Yeah. You know Bradshaw back in the day. You know you've had Bell Brown when they were in their prime. You know Palomalu and all these all these Hall of Famers and you know you got y'all. I'm just being real. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I, if I was trying to shit on you, you would know it. Okay, I would say I'm about, I'm about to shit on you, right? Now. I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just saying y'all are spoiled. You're going through what all, almost every other team. Now even the Patriots, <laughs> I was going to say, except maybe the Patriots under Belichick, but now maybe even them too. But every team, you go through it where it's either, you know, the coaches outlived this usefulness or you have an aging quarterback or whatever the case may be, we all have experienced it. And now you guys are going through it. And I, I, I guess I feel a little bit for you as as as, as my brother. But I don't feel shit for you as a football fan, because that's just how it goes. Y'all, <laughs> you know, y'all been beating up on teams in that division for years. Perennial Super Bowl contender, beating up on teams. You know, how many Super Bowls would would the Steelers under Roethlisberger have if there was no guy named Tom Brady? How many do you think? Oh my you God! You know what I'm saying? Oh. So so so, but y'all was always in the fight. You know what I mean? For years, always in the fight. Now, you know, it's going to be transition, you know. I, I, think, I think Tomlin has earned enough, uh, you know, uh, 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 credit to not lose his job. I think, I think no. frankly, no, 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 you no. know, Ben will retire, and I think it'll be time for Tomlin to uh, rebuild, and I think he will. And I think down the road, you know, we'll be, you know, we'll be here, or maybe we'll be doing a showdown in Jacksonville, the four of us. Hint, hint. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, you guys you guys will be back. Um, and the good news is you have the right coach.
0: You know, that's the good news. We, we do. We do. And we have a lot of the right pieces. Honestly, what, what? and you're right, we are spoiled, but what saddens me and other Steelers fans is that Ben Roethlisberger's is going to go out this way, you know? That's what sucks. This isn't yeah. A,
1: I'll
0: put it like this. He... He had to throw the he threw the ball 19 times to a running back Najee Harris. Like he's not able to push the he doesn't have the protection. He doesn't have the athleticism. It's just sad, man. He's no one's gonna remember I, that. I don't want to see him place. play like this.
2: I, yeah. I know. You know what, though, I know. But it's just probably, when he's when he's first ballot Hall of Famer, which I believe he is. No one's gonna remember this season. Yeah. So, you know, it sucks know. as a I fan it's and just, as a Steelers lover. Yeah. I get it. But down the road, no one's gonna remember this. And I'm gonna try my I'm best sure. this season I'm not sure. make fun of you. I'm gonna try can't promise
0: anything <laughs> i'm i'm being honest i'm keeping it real about the start of that how you know and that's and why for this year and, you know i'm not
2: and, and 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 we have to give you credit because there have been times that you have had your steeler glasses and pom-poms on and we sit over there saying did you not watch the same game we watched um and so this was the most brutally honest i've heard you in a long time so i'm not gonna give you a hard time because i agree with you and you're being honest and i know it's hard we we, we, we this is our team man we you know, this is how we live. This week, you know, and and knowing that there's 14 more games and, to go, yeah.
0: That yeah, that and awesome. we're we're ending an era this way. That's what sucks. Yeah. We know yeah. we know it's over, and yeah, yeah, we gotta wait and see what happens. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah.
2: You know, and as we're talking, Train is sitting over there saying, "Well, bro, hold my beer." You know, what I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> what you want, what you want from me right now, bro? You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know the good news, Doctor Train. Before I let you comment, because I know you got a lot to say, the good news is is that it seems that all of the pundits are in agreement, and I was pleased that there was really no one giving Justin Fields a hard time. That was my fear that they was gonna mess up this guy's mojo, and and I don't care what anybody say, these guys, these athletes, especially the younger ones. They watched – I mean, they have been watching, you know, Sports Center and all these shows for years, and now they're in the league. Of course they're going to watch to see what people are saying about them, especially the first couple of years before they build up that kind of Kevlar mentality. They're like, okay, that don't mean nothing. But early on, wouldn't you? I mean, you know, <laughs> you know yeah, I want, I want to hear what they have to say about me. And my thoughts were, man, they're going to rip this dude apart because he didn't look very good, but it wasn't really his fault. But you know what? That was the general consensus. It's like, hold up. We don't think it's this guy's fault. So that said, I'm not going to steal your thunder train. I know, you know, we were texting during the game, and I know you're mad. I know you're mad as, as fuck right now. So I'm going to let you take it away about your, your Bears. And, and the main question I want you to address as you vent is, you know, your boy Nagy came out and said, all three quarterbacks are on the table right now. What do you think I of that comment? Oh And what would you do? And go ahead, the floor is yours. I'm gonna
4: keep drinking my beer. What would I do if I had which which role? GM, fire him. <laughs> head coach, give up the play calling. <laughs> Maybe even fire myself. <laughs> the players boycott, not show up to practice. But this dumbass head coach who don't give up the play calling, you know. Fans, hey, probably toilet his home if I find out where he lives. I mean, <laughs> depends on the role <laughs> I had. That's you know, that's that's what I would do. Um, it's, bruh. So I talk football with. Uh, okay oh, you, you, you just
2: said you just said, bruh. <laughs> I just had to laugh. <laughs>
4: So I I I talk football with with my with my uh his oldest cousin on my mom's side, man, because he actually he actually watched the 85 Bears play. He knows a lot about them. You know, he's he's seen the team a lot, so we talk all the time. And um we both said when Mitch was the quarterback, we felt that even though Mitch Probably wasn't necessarily long-term long-term answer, especially in comparison of the other two quarterbacks that got drafted in the first round uh, uh, to other teams. That if he would have done, if if we would have done certain things on offense, we felt like we could have actually won more games if we have just catered to what Mitch could do well, even if it was limited, it would have been we felt that against certain teams it definitely would have been enough uh to give us wins and just, you know, depend on our depend on our defense. Get as, as complimentary as you can get based on the skill set that the guy has. But, you know, it is what it is. Mrs. Gone, I didn't really think he was the long term answer. Uh we go get Dalton maybe a year too late. I would rather have I would have rather had Dalton last year instead of trading for Nick Foles, which still boggles my mind and then uh we managed to draft what we know is a truly truly talented QB that played you know in a in a in a college football conference that has nothing but tons of competition you know and played on on the biggest stage at some point, <laughs> when you've gone through <laughs> the, court, the the young quarterback who we think wasn't it, the 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 older quarterback who had won a Super Bowl with another team, who you said can can run your offense, the the other veteran quarterback who really wasn't his fault that his team was starting to go downhill, uh, but you know we felt like we could we could do something with them, and. <laughs> We're supposed to be our future franchise quarterback and our offense still look like the wheels are falling off nah I put that. <laughs> our offense has stopped. <laughs> there are no wheels. It's 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 not moving at all. Something's wrong with that all of them have one common denominator. Um and that's our head coach who refused to realize that he cannot call plays. You 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 don't know how to scheme against a defense. I got a chance to see some film today, and <laughs> as aggressive as their defense was, there was also holes in it, and Nagy couldn't exploit couldn't exploit none of them. Even with a quarterback with a four four speed, you got to be fucking kidding me! All your and he's been. He's been under Andy Reid. He was he joined Andy Reid in two thousand eight. So from two thousand eight to two thousand eighteen, when we decided to make you our head coach, you learned nothing? <laughs> 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 you learned you learned absolutely nothing about how to scheme and prepare for a team's defense and hit them in the weakness. I see teams do it to Chicago defense all the time, even though we still one of the top defenses. Let's triple team Khalil Mack. Let's chip 'em. Let's go after let's go after the, the, the nickelback that's that that's pretty new. Let's 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 get this play action going because this team is aggressive and they will come up they you know the, the pass rushers will get in there. I see teams do it all the time. But us? No. Let's go play. Let's go five wide. One-on-one blocking, even though the dude over here, you know, is an all-pro pass rusher, you know, Peters, you got him. Even though you are twice his age, you got him. You are a fucking idiot. (laughs) You're a fucking idiot. And it's unfortunate that Fields has to sit here and just kind of take it. Because I'll be damned if that dude didn't get around his circle and be like, "Man, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> this dude is doing." But I'm gonna get Nine killed sex. if they don't if they don't change something. I know what they're saying behind the right, I mean, even called Nick Foles on the sideline, mouthing. Mm. <laughs> this offense just ain't working. <laughs> yes, Nick, <laughs> you knew last year. And then to put out a statement to say all three quarterbacks are on the board for the next game. <laughs> this is a clown show, dog. Like <laughs> I feel like we're the worst team in the league. Simply because we have a head coach that when you ask him, did he see a play? He's like, Oh yes, I, I didn't see that. Then what, what the fuck are you watching? Isn't, isn't, Aren't you the head coach of the team? So when the defense gets on the field, shouldn't you be paying attention to what they're doing also? No, he's over with the tablet. With, with with the he's he's over there walking walking the sideline with a tablet, like he's the offense coordinator. I thought that was Bill Lazor's job, which he did it really nicely when you actually gave him the play calling duty. All of a sudden, we was like, oh, Mitch can play on a consistent basis if we just do the things he like." So... Uh,
1: after... Oh. Uh,
4: did someone have to call back oh. in? We, we, did we rewind the show?
0: I don't know, but someone's on... Uh, someone needs to mute their mic or something.
4: I think I'm having the T. That was me. Can you hear
2: me? Yes. Okay. Echo
0: leaving, yeah. Uh, T, we can barely hear you.
4: It was an echo.
3: Oh. I think he's having technical difficulties. Just keep
4: rolling. Okay. So uh, just just to wrap it up, um, as a fan, I'll just say just clearly as a fan, it's nice to see every single analyst, and I mean every single analyst say the same thing no no one's going any different direction other than you either need to fire this guy or this guy needs to give up the play calling because if he continues down this route we're we're not we're, our schedule is about only going to get tougher, and I almost hate the fact that we're playing Detroit next week. Because here we are playing a team that we, I know we're better than, and we're going to probably end up beating them. <laughs> Defense is going to be able to make some plays and probably score a touchdown and put us in nice field position. And this son of a bitch as a coach is going to get all the nice little credit, even though the offense is going to look I, train, like it's on fucking training wheels. Train, I don't know, man. It's, 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 Detroit,
0: pers- dude. Detroit can't, it's Detroit, and they're coaching them well. They don't have much talent, but they, they should have beat Baltimore. I don't even know if you guys are going to beat Detroit, frankly. They, they've been well, coaching we, well there with what you, they have.
4: I'll I you, but when I, you see our defense, when I watch our defense play the way it's playing, and I know Jerry Goff is the quarterback, yeah, bro. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I didn't see any of this game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I expect okay. the defense okay. to, to make to make his, his his day a nightmare and you know, we may get a few short fields. But what I'm saying is if the offense was complimentary, we should be busting Detroit's ass. But it's not. It's it's well below and we and, and we won't. It's gonna be a close game and Chicago may end up squeaking it out. May, because 'Cause it's, we're only two point five period, which close. means that's only for home field advantage.
3: Yeah, yeah. Y'all going to have a close game, and it shouldn't even be close. I mean, Detroit can play. I'm not saying they're a good team. But please don't mistake me for saying that. Yeah. But you are seeing these put out efforts. So they are, they are going to at least go up. Exactly. They are going to be competitive. The mm-hmm. problem is, on top of everything you see, y'all are wasting another year with Khalil Mack. Oh gosh, another year. I mean, for me and and I know for you train because you're 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 mainly defense, and, and and I get that and I I respect and love that. I know for you, of all folks, that part of it has got to eat you alive. Y'all literally got him. Y'all defense was already good. Got him in, and I remember the very first game he played, he was wreaking havoc, and y'all you, know, you were like yes. The, the 85 Bears, we back, 2.0. But never had offense nor the quarterback to be able to, like you said, play complimentary football. And now you've got the chance for the quarterback to be that quarterback, to be that generational talent that y'all haven't seen what, since, gosh, even before, man, what, Sammy Ball? I don't know who the heck it was. Whoever it was way back in the day before any one of us was even thought of. We're talking – 50s, 40s, something like that. Unfortunately, the dude that's getting in the way of it is obviously the coach. And I don't know how you fix that one. I mean, it's one thing when it's a player, you bench him. It's another thing when, when you got a coach. And, and <laughs> you have me cracking up because when I heard him say all three quarterbacks are, are basically on the docket, I said he lost the team. He has lost his team. Point blank. Yep. Because you don't have, when you have a game like that, and, and I'll get into a little bit more when it's time to, to get into my segment, but when you have a game like that, and one of the first things that comes out is all, of, all three quarterbacks are on the docket, you, you have no more chips to move anywhere. You're you just pulling anything out your ass that you can pull out to save face. So if he doesn't get let go before the year is out, that he's on his way to having his final year. The only thing that's going to save him is is a miracle at this point because he can't get out of his own way. If you're not going to give up the offensive play calling duties to your OC, you're just going to continue to have games like you've had this past Sunday. It's going to sputter and sputter and sputter. And these, these ridiculous uh, podium displays of, of trying to put something together to talk to the media. Man, hell, you done lost me, and I'm not even in the locker
4: room.
2: I'm not even a fan.
4: <laughs> the dude sits here and bullshits all the good. media every yeah, fucking I, I, press conference. Yeah.
2: But no one's buying it. <clears throat> and thanks for covering, guys. Do,
3: I, needed,
2: I needed a minute, but thanks for covering. Um, but no, no one's buying it. So he's trying to bullshit the media, but no one's buying it. You know, And, and hell, he'd no. be lucky. He, he, he's lucky that he came in with the GM. He's lucky he came in with the GM because he, he, he would be on the block
4: if he ain't already on the block because he's just terrible. See, the problem with – and, and here's, the, so here's, the, here's the dynamics of that real quick. Let me tell you this real quick, the Brother Jane, like yes. you know, the, the, for that. The reason why that dynamics is, is the way it is is because for Pace, this is Pace's second head coach. Mm. So if Pace has to let him go, it doesn't look good for Pace because okay. this is number two for you. And so that's why I'm in mean, so, like, just forget it. I'm just going to call it fear of what my team will look like for the rest of the season because these two are tied to the hip. Yeah. They're yeah. tied to the hip. And and at the at the very least – just give up the fucking play calling. Just do it. Just let it go, bro. It's okay. You can't call plays. It ain't the end of the world.
0: 90% of coaches don't even call plays anyway. Like, what's he doing?
4: Gosh. give <laughs> like,
0: it why, bro, why Ego. 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 You know, you, you do that. You know,
2: I mean, I went do it with Dallas Jason remembers. Remember, when Jason Garrett probably should have given up play calling a year earlier, but he finally he finally got there. But it was the same kind of thing where your play calling had. Been, and I, don't get me wrong, Jason Garrett on his worst day is still better than Matt Nagy on his best day. So let's just let's just be clear about that. But that said, it was the same scheme, and people got used to it, and there was no surprise factor. It was like, okay, we need a fresh approach. Jason Garrett, you know, give it up. Plus, you're fucking up in other areas that you need to be managing, but you can't. You're calling plays, and then you finally woke up. It's ego, you know. It's it's you know you you have a vision of what it how you want to be a head coach. You finally get all the power, and then when it's not working, you have to admit that something you're doing isn't working. And even though even if you don't come out into the press conference and admit it, your actions will. And he don't want to do that, but he going he gon he. he Something's going to happen. <laughs> he going to give up something, either play calling or his job, okay? But he going to give up something. I'm just saying, it's going to happen. Because, you know, what we're seeing right now, and it does make you say, I mean, I absolutely cracked up when uh, Ryan Clark came on and said, Mrs. Trubisky, I apologize. I was Man, wrong.
0: what? <laughs> right, he might have carried Matt Nagy to the playoffs. That's actually impressive. So,
2: Ryan Clark is <laughs> yeah. quickly becoming one of my favorite, you know, analysts in the NFL because I just love his – and he's got his little hip-hop references and stuff. And his little – you know, I, I'm, I, he, he's entertaining. He's unique. And and when he came up and he just said, I was wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, obviously as a Cowboy fan, I don't give a fuck, but as a football fan, I do, you know, the integrity of the game means a lot. And when I see shit like this, it irritates the fuck out of me. Like, are you kidding me? We all loved Justin Fields last year. We all said, you know, okay, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. We get it. But damn, y'all see how this dude is playing. And you know, I ain't seen Dr. Train this happy since he got married by the way happy anniversary dr strange five years thank damn, you
0: bro. bro thank you
2: I, I <laughs> i'm flying damn five years already well i ain't seen dr strange <laughs> this happy since
0: he since very, he married his lovely smooth, bride by the
2: way you. yeah you very know very smooth i well done i'm cool like that yeah, that was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool like that. I'm cool. If I could actually find a woman and be cool like that with her, I might actually have a girlfriend that lasts longer than six weeks. But that's another story for another day. Anyway, <laughs> the,
0: the the point. You, 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 you toxic bastard.
2: Yeah, it just it just it doesn't work out. But anyway, the point the point I'm um, trying to make good. is. No, I, I'm not. It just doesn't work. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I ain't seen Dr. Train this happy since he since he married his lovely wife. He was happy. Hey, you guys want to talk quarterbacks? Let's talk quarterbacks. He was – I was happy for him. You know, we all sat back and said, yeah. And then finally the guy gets a start. Now, I didn't watch the game because I was watching um, – I don't remember what game I was watching, but I was watching – I think I was watching um, – I don't even remember, but I didn't watch the Bears game, but I did catch all the highlights. And I'm like – Pissed off for Dr. Train that this dude is not getting a fair shake. Now, if he got a fair shake, good play calling, good scheming, and he stunk it up, we'd be on here saying, okay, we was wrong. Maybe he wasn't ready. Maybe he needs a couple more weeks or next year or whatever. Okay, I know how we would be Train to be the first one to say. Yeah, you know, and uh, man, they called great plays for him, but he just didn't execute. Uh, man, he, he looked like a sheep, a deer in a headlight, you know? But when you're calling, and I think it was Dan Orlowski that broke it down, UConn, that broke it down and said either Nagy doesn't know what he's doing or he is intentionally sabotaging Justin Fields. Let me, And he broke down the play calling, and he's like, where's the protection? Where's the scheme? You know, Miles Garrett has four and a half sacks. Guys go whole seasons and don't have four and a half sacks. He had four and a half sacks in one game? They had nine sacks?
4: Nice. Send these motherfuckers to the Hall of Fame in one game. You understand? That's, that's nice. how bad man For is.
3: Put some kids through private school with that, was- that that's Right. What,
2: that's what – preach, Brother J. Like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? So, hey, we're going to keep an eye. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, K-Star.
0: So, all right, no, no one else has asked these questions. You know, it's been very um, anti Naggy, which sounds justified. But I do want to ask you this, Train. So, Andy Dalton was playing – Pretty well from what I remember. Week two, prior to the injury, how would you assess uh, how Justin Fields played a week two? Let's use that game since that this passing was a whole disaster because I didn't see that one either when Justin Fields took over. How do you think Justin Fields played um, after Andy Dalton went out? Who seemed to have success under Matt Nagy's play calling?
4: Who your opponent is matters. You don't. You know football. You, you would you tell? Would you? Would you scheme? Would you scheme for the would you scheme uh would you scheme up for the Jaguars, would you turn around and use that same scheme for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I just answered that uh, yeah. So would you scheme up for for the Cincinnati Beagles, whose pass rush is yeah. not the same. No. You know <laughs> you know, not no nope not definitely not the same. Defense is not the same. You no, know, offensively they got they got young talent and they can they can put up some points and get some yards on on the field. But you wouldn't scheme up against their defense the same way you would scheme up against the Browns defense with Miles Garrett, Clowney, uh, the young uh, Denzel Ward. You, Denzel Ward. You, right. you 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 wouldn't you shouldn't. That's that's malpractice. Yep. So yeah, I'm asking about so weeks, to yeah. answer so to answer your question. It was the opponent So against last week against the Bengals. I wasn't upset about the way Phils played. I think it was a lot of you know jitters getting in it having to come in the game for the first time But yeah. you had a whole fucking week to prepare and you knew the opponent was tougher simplify this shit Use your strength. And they were just going. They
0: were just going five. They were just going five wide. Five the
4: fucking wide, bro. If you watch the with game, rookie, it would be unbelievable to see <laughs> him get sacked on one play, rushed out of the pocket on another play, and sacked again on the third. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? No yeah, play action. The- no read option. Didn't even. Didn't even. Coast to do to give dump offs to tight end and running backs and take advantage of how aggressive this fucking defense was.
0: My it, God, it, it,
3: this, Man, But you talked about this before. You played to your strengths of your quarterback, and I saw the highlights. I would, I like, see I didn't get a chance to see the whole game, but I saw enough of the highlights to see just the overall setup. You're not playing to his strengths, and Train, you hit it on the head. Simplify it. Simplify it. I mean, the bad part is they got a bad offensive line to begin with, and they know it. So do stuff. <laughs> go, go with what they call it, a 21 pack of two tight ends and a running back. Do more of those and, and try and create plays that he is comfortable with. Five wide, five wide, five wide. You must be five high because there's no way in hell you should be having your offensive scheme set up like that. Not yeah, for a rookie Yeah. Who's yeah. He was trying to get, get himself acclimated, and you've got a bad offensive line to begin with. And it's not like you have the greatest skill position players out there. You've got good ones, but you don't have consistently great ones. So you're already working behind the eight ball. And then you going to do this? Yeah. Or, or, or last week was right. Either you don't know what you're doing or you're sabotaging them because it was ridiculous.
4: Nine damn I, yeah. I think he's let's, sabotaging them because let's, let's, he let's, don't wrap, know what he's doing. I, I think he's sabotaging him because he don't know what he's doing. And, and the last thing I will say is, if you're able to catch any articles where they interview Miles Garrett, see what Miles Garrett says. After the first, after the first possession, he was like, "We got him." Mm. After the first possession, Good. he's, he's five year vet. He's at the first possession. Yep. We got him. We got this game.
2: Good news is it's week three. There's time to improve. Well, it is time to throw in the towel. We'll see what happens. But, all right, let's move on. Um, we spent about an hour on three teams. So um, <laughs> um, I, I want to go to bona fide or bona front. I don't know if K-Star is ready to do it or not, but I have two bona fide bona fronts for all of you. But, uh, you know, but it's K-Star's segment. But I want to know about the Chiefs and the Seahawks. Both are one and two. Okay. Both of them are one and two. So. Are they bona fide still, or could the, you know? Are, are we are we experiencing? Has the league caught up with them? And maybe you know, history. You know, hey, it happens. It happens to a lot of teams. And maybe you know, uh, maybe they're just not who they used to be, and it's not going to be you know as everybody's particularly Kansas City. I mean, people had you know Kansas City in the Super Bowl already. You know, they they were just going Super Bowl um now it's like well (laughs) you know one and two so uh i'm I'm, you know in any case you can go with this wherever you want but i'm curious what you guys think as far as um i'm just gonna i will say this i expect kansas city to rebound and be competitive that is my expectations so i i would say kansas city is bona fide i have a feeling though the seattle's gonna struggle i don't think i don't I don't see Seattle coming out of it. That NFC West is tough. I think Seattle's gonna be, you know, odd man out, frankly. You know, with the Rams and the Bucks, you know, and even the Saints, <laughs> even the Saints may sneak in there and do something. They, they you know, roller coaster team that they're showing to be. But Seattle may be odd team out. Okay, so I, I right now I, I I'm not putting no money on Seattle, but I will put money on Kansas City that they gonna rebound and come back. Um, and, and guess who Kansas City plays? They play the Philadelphia Eagles. Ain't that a blip? <laughs> anyway, um, k tell your thoughts.
0: Uh, well, I definitely agree that Mr. Bonafide po- uh, poster boy himself, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are Bonafide. I think that what they're going through is um, you know, early season ingestion. I think they'll get their act together. They've got the coaching staff. They've got the personnel. They've got the <laughs> – I'll just say a Fame caliber player at at the position and tight end. They got the personnel. So I definitely agree with the Chiefs assessment. And the Uh, Seahawks are a little tricky. Yes, yes. The Seahawks are a little tricky. Um, You know, they beat a banged-up Colts team. They choked away a massive lead to the Titans, and they lost a pretty bad loss at Minnesota. Uh, So I don't know enough about that team to say other than I I think they'll be a solid team because of Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll. But I will say in terms of division – uh their divisional, you know, uh, expectations and chances, yeah, they're definitely going up front in the sense that they're a contender to win even their division. Um because the the Rams, ladies and gentlemen, they look for real. Um the Cardinals look really good, but the Rams are a problem and, and um their division I think is stacking up against uh, the Teahawks for sure. So I agree with that assessment about them being going up front as well in terms of, you know, winning that division.
2: I know I said the Bucks, I didn't mean the Bucks, but anyway, my bad. Um all right. Um uh, J B your thoughts. What do you think? J B what
3: do you think? Yeah, I'm saying both I think K C is bona fide and I think Seattle is bona front and, and with Seattle, it's more because of that division. I mean it, it's ironic we're talking about two teams in a the- one AFC, one NFC. Cardinals, Rams, and Niners are all for real. And um yeah. Yeah, to be I think look, one and two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going to have a hard time out or of the Chiefs. division. So, mm-hmm. just really my yeah. phone front.
4: Train, anything to add? Man, not really. I'm just keeping watch on the AFC West and the NFC, NFC West. Two of yeah. the tough divisions out there right now. So, just, yeah. you know, every matchup they have, I'll, I'll probably to, try to tune in to some of them. Yeah, yeah. All right. K-Stars, did you have any others for the Bonafide, front? Bona fide? I know I stole sure. your segment. My bad. I,
0: I'll I yeah, oh, it did. I appreciate that,
2: absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah,
0: I, I like rip, it. I like it. Rip that the show, It actually show. helps me out. It helps me up, too, because I uh, didn't have a bone front, but I had a bone in five. He's refused to put Ben Roethlisberger in bone in front ever. Um, for, i got to be at least a little homer some, at some point. Uh, yeah, so don't, you my bona show, side,
2: don't you ever come on this show and have Ben Roethlisberger as bone front. No, no, I'm not. I will, just, can, not. I will disconnect you. Yeah, yo, 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 you. I won't Thank allow you. you to do that. Okay, Homerism's yeah, got to good. come somewhere. Homerism's got to come it, it somewhere. Did. It, LL, did. Okay. it did. It did. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. So we, we talked a little bit about him, but my phone of five is actually Travion Diggs. Um, Man, he looks really good. You know, last That's night, way right? he traversed. Travion. Yeah, Travion Diggs. No, no, no syllables and no, you know, well, thinking about, Travion.
1: You know,
0: the guy. Well, I yeah. Avion, and shit.
1: <laughs> we bought
0: Davis White uh, from Buffalo. That cornerback, he's really good, too. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs, he's, he looks fucking awesome, uh, for lack of better analysis. He, the way he was sitting on the routes, the way he was breaking, the, reading, the deep, or reading the offense, uh, he was like a, a, a real superstar up and coming. So he's definitely bona fide. Uh, I think he found his way to being a, a an elite corner in this, in this league because um, the way he played and from what I've seen. he I, I also recall week two, he had that insane interception in man coverage on a crossing route, which you don't really see too often, um, the way he laid out for that ball. He's just been so impressive, and so he's definitely bona fide, I think, of becoming the NFL cornerback superstar. He
2: is literally his brother on defense. I mean, that's yeah. really it. You, you, yeah. you can see the hands, the speed, the, you know. Um, he's literally his brother on defense. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing because yeah. it doesn't always work out that way. Okay, this is motherfucking related. Don't always mean – you know, I mean, I know we've had like Bosa's and Watts and those kind, you know, okay. But it don't always work out that way. Let me, let me just assure you of that. Um, you know, yeah. so um, you know, Tony Dorsett's uh, son came into the league, and yeah, that didn't work out too well. So it doesn't always work out that way. But, um, you know, he, 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 he's, yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Was there any others?
0: Nope. That's it for me. Okay. Okay,
2: cool. Uh, JB, biggest win? Yes, sir. disappointing
3: loss. Big Dub, Big L? Yep. All right, well, we're going to go Big Dub. Biggest win was a lot of them that I could mention. Um, I'm going to have to say Green Bay over San Francisco. Um, The way that that game played out, it appeared that it was completely Packers, and then all of a sudden Niners come back, and then Vintage and Rodgers snatching um defeat out of the jaws of victory whatever you want to call it um i thought that was outstanding pretty much expected that but to actually see it happen yet again um and they needed it too because you don't want to go down be one and two in your own division that that would not be a good thing so i had them as the big dub for the week the big l wow yeah, um, it's it's going to be a tag team between two, and it's for slightly different reasons. Unfortunately, the Bears and the Steelers; those are the two big ones. And it's really with the Bears, the and we've already talked about that, now, So I'm not going to go there.
4: The nah, Steelers, we talked nah, about. I <laughs> Hey, he if, if on. truth
3: hurts, say ouch. Sorry, but um, the Steelers uh-huh. losing at home to, to the Bengals. Uh, hey. even though that's a good team, or they're coming around still. That's that's almost unheard of. Steelers losing at home to the Bengals in the way they did it. Um, just that's that's bad. That's mm. bad. Uh, I could have mm. had some yeah, other well, ones. Bro, yeah, we know
2: those okay. ones. We know. Mm. Mm. They <laughs> took the um by... Damn. Jay is heartless tonight, man. He said Steelers and Bears.
0: Damn. Came right at us, man. He did. Training even. Hey, I don't
4: know yeah, I agree bad. with him. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Why would I say
4: anything if what he's saying is right? That loss was well, well, horrible. I say, Even I, I didn't say he was wrong. I didn't say that. I just said, well, damn. <laughs>
2: That's all I said. I didn't say he was wrong. I agree with him too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to disagree with your biggest win. Um, and no, I'm not going to say Dallas, although it was a great win. Um, I'm going. I'm going to say the biggest win was the Rams. Uh, I think that game I, – I am still on the fence about Matthew Stafford because 12 years in Detroit, you know, he didn't show me nothing, okay? And, you know, so after three games, they're 3-0. They're – you know, Stephen A. has them as the best team in the NFL. Uh, I, I think beating, even though they were home, to still beat Tampa Bay was a huge win. Boost the confidence. You saw McVay. He clearly knew the, the, the magnitude of that game. You got to love him as a head coach um, running down the field and chest bumping yep. and all of that stuff. Like yep. he knew the magnitude of this game. And it, 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 was, it was just, these are, these are signature wins that a team can build off of and really become relevant. It's, it's not so much just winning, but it's who you beat and it's how you beat them. You know, you beat them fairly convincing. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of us were watching this game, waiting for Tom Brady to do what Tom Brady does, and it kind of never really happened. Um, and let me, just, let me just say this. Let me just say this. You know, we can talk about who's the best quarterback in the league, right, or, um, you know, who, who, who has the best offense, or who's the best head coach, or who's the best wide receiver. Let me tell you something. There is one guy who is head and shoulders the best defensive player in the NFL, period, and that is Aaron Donald. And it ain't even close. It ain't even close. That that he was also there. Uh, <laughs> 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 send him a tissue. Get him a Kleenex. Yeah, but I, I it, you know, it's. You know, we, we, you know, I've, you know, gone through things where we've debated, you know, you know, DeMarcus Ware versus this guy or, you know, this line. You know, you know, we've always had debates on players, you know, Ezekiel Elliott versus, this. I remember the big debate back in the 90s was Emmett Smith against Barry Sanders, right? And if Barry had Emmett's line, I'm like, yeah, well, if, if you know, if, if, does anybody have Emmett's durability and Emmett's vision and playing with a separated shoulder? Like, hold on. Don't just run away and give Barry the greatest. And act like 18,000 yards, Emmett just, you know, put a quarter in a, in a freaking uh, a pinball machine and got 18,000 yards. I mean, let, let's, let's not sell my boy short. So we've had these debates over the decades of watching football. But there is no debate on Aaron Donald. That, that dude is a monster. He is as unblockable of a player as I've seen since maybe Reggie White in his prime. That, that's what I'm comparing him to. If y'all ain't seen Reggie White With the Eagles and the Packers Y'all go watch go, Y'all out there listening And even anybody on this show If y'all ain't watching And I ain't talking about just a couple watch. Get a, get, Sit down, get your favorite beverage Get yourself something to eat Tell your lady to leave you alone for half an hour And y'all gonna enjoy Especially you, Dr. you probably know this But if you haven't, go on YouTube And watch yourself some Reggie White And I ain't seen nobody mm-hmm. like that until now with this guy just pretty much unbelievable yeah and, and reggie white was just was just massive i mean he's he was just two, 290 pounds playing like he's 450 the dude was just insanely strong and you know he had that move that that kind of that that that
4: that what he call they that
2: hook move yeah it was, it was and just you could you couldn't do anything about it they knew it was coming they knew it was coming it was like going in the ring against Mike Tyson. You know what he' gonna do, and you still can't stop him. Unbelievable. So I, I would just say to Rams. I'm still not a believer of Matthew Stafford yet. Um, he's getting there, and he's doing great things, and he's with a great head coach. He's got you know, and you know, damn Deshaun Jackson sitting on my bench comes out of nowhere and you know gets 21 fantasy points. You <laughs> know, dude, dude at 34 years old ain't hardly played in two years and can just come out on the field and. You know, outrun everybody, 34. Yeah, I wish you would catch me. Uh, Unreal, unreal. Um, So, anyway, um, I just had to add that in there. But good stuff, J.B., good stuff. All right, Um, so I think it's time for the pick six. Dr. Train, if if you are ready, I will turn it over to you.
4: All right, pick six. Okay. Um, okay. Last week results. <laughs> <laughs> week three results. Had T and myself tied at four and two. Little brother Jay at three and three. And K-Star was down in the dumps with his Steelers, man, at one and five. Oh, and mercy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he, had, he,
0: had, he had no mercy this Sunday.
4: you almost donut that thing, man. Be careful, there. One uh, for the Cowboys, man. You don't know it. You should thank the Cowboys. They, they, all right, all right, they, right, bro. Let's keep going. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so the overall, uh, yours truly <laughs> in the lead. <laughs> yours truly is in the lead at ten and eight. K Star's at 9-9, Jay's at eight and ten, and T is still coming up the rear at seven and eleven.
2: Yeah, but I'm coming. though, I'm coming for you. Okay, I'm coming for you. As long as All I right, I keep going one and five. I'm good.
4: All right. <laughs> now this week's slate. Um, it's some. It's some. It, these are these to be some fun and tough picks. We'll see. So the uh, first game I picked out. Um, you got the three and O Panthers traveling to the two and one Cowboys. Um. I know what the brothers are doing. But, K-Star, what are you doing with this? And I think Christian McCaffrey is hurt.
0: He is. Uh, yeah, he is.
4: <laughs> God, what, a brutal,
0: what a brutal Sunday. My God. Um, <laughs> it's brutal NFL week. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Cowboys. You know, the Panthers have a good defense. It'll be a good test. But I think the Cowboys just have to much talent on both sides, um, especially when you have CMC out. So I think we all probably like Dallas.
4: Yeah, I believe we all like Dallas. Um, uh, Brothers, do you have anything to add?
2: I just want to say this.
4: Keep that same energy, Dallas. Just keep that same energy. That's all i got to say. All right. Next one. Divisional matchup, one and two, Seahawks traveling to, not, not far traveling, a little bit south, to the two and one Niners. Niners came off a tough loss. Seahawks, um also a good game. They ended up losing. Um, K Star, who you have?
0: Um, I think Seattle win here. I don't think they dropped three straight. Has a better quarterback situation than Seattle of course, and uh, I think that, that often leads them to a win over uh, Jimmy G and the Niners this week.
4: Jay, what say you?
3: Damn, Uh, this is going to be a tough one. I am actually going to go with K-Star. I think Seattle is going to rebound. Um, I think this is where
4: the bluebirds
3: for Jimmy G might start coming out. Um, So, yeah, Seattle reluctantly.
4: T, what's on your mind?
2: You know, I don't understand how we just did a segment bona fide, bona front, and had everybody saying Seattle is Bona front. And then they all picking Seattle. I, I don't get it. I'm going with San Francisco. You know, I saw them fight back against a, a solid Green Bay team, almost almost beat after being down seventeen nothing. Um, you know, and came back and almost won that game. And I just don't believe in Seattle at this point in time and San Francisco's home. You know, they were home last week and almost won. They get to sit home again. Uh, I'm going with I'm going with San Francisco.
4: I bad. Yeah, this is definitely a tough one. Um, I'm just gonna go with balance, man. Um, it's really hard to 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 pick one here. I just I slightly favor uh, Seattle better uh, on this one, so I'm gonna go with Seattle. Just
2: so you know, CBS Sports line it's sixty nine to thirty one percent San Francisco.
4: Just so you guys
0: know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at it, looking at it now.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, this might be... I just, I just gained one. Go ahead. <laughs> this might be the game of the week. Uh, we got 3-0 versus 3-0, and so somebody ain't going to be undefeated, <laughs> and someone will remain undefeated. So Cardinals are uh, traveling here to L.A. to face the Rams at 3-0. and Um, Anybody want to take the Cardinals to uh, sneak one in? All right. Like we're all in on Aaron (laughs) Donald. Yes, Yes, sir. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. I had to put this on there, you know. It's a tough team, and they got a tough opponent. And, man, dropping to one and three won't be nice. But we've got the one and two Steelers. (laughs) Uh, traveling not too means. far, you know. Still north. Uh uh but traveling to the two and one Packers. All he needs is thirty seven seconds. And he will ruin your life. Fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh <laughs> Well we know who K Star has.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute, let, let's make sure now. Hold on. Hey K star, are you are you
4: saying you you you, you what are you doing, man? You did, hey, is T.J. Watt going to be healthy?
0: Yeah, T.J. Watt's playing. It sounds like he's playing from what I read earlier today.
4: Um, that's why so I should have put that caveat on my pick last week because I, I didn't realize yeah, makes, that he wasn't playing. a
0: huge difference.
4: Yeah, yes, huge it does.
0: Um, God, you know, Green Bay is a better team. I, I'm going to go with the Steelers just because they got a homeward up at least one, at one point and figure they can't lose three straight. I hope not. Just show some life, guys. Just steal one. The Packers coming off a big emotional win. Um, I feel horrible
4: about this pick, but we're going with the Steelers. Anybody else joining K-Star? Hell no. No. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. <laughs> hey, after uh, if viewers lose, just stop playing the pick six, please. Thank you.
4: Trust me, I won't put you in there about the one and three. Yeah.
0: Thank you.
4: <laughs> but good luck to your team, man, and, and trust me, I'm, I'm, i I'm right now I am picking the Packers. I'm gonna keep an eye on this as it leads up to the week because I think T J Watt is a game wrecker. I think he's truly a difference maker uh for a game. He made he made um Josh Allen's uh uh, opening game, uh, a nightmare. What's <laughs> and what's a, was the biggest difference in that game, as far as the Steelers winning? So uh, I'm gonna keep an eye on this one because uh, I might I might flip because beating the Packers, man, it don't do nothing but make me feel good. You know, listen, Hell, we listen, can't
2: listen, listen. Is, TJY TJ Watt, what's his name down at the other end? What's it? It don't matter. Watch this. It <laughs> ain't, ain't gonna be enough. Okay, it's to go like enough. one of them old dudes in a barber shop. <laughs> I'm trying to tell, you, ain't gonna be enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> DJ wants <laughs> a bad boy. He got to bring his brother, his mother, his cousin. It ain't gonna matter. <laughs> they going to Green Bay too, bro. This is done. This is ain't not nothing to watch. Okay, watch watch your lovely lady. Okay, watch her cook you some nice dinner. You know, uh, watch that. Don't watch this. There ain't nothing. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, bro. <laughs> Hey T, I I'm hope sorry, so you, you don't sorry. eat the words. Hey, you know what?
4: You, you,
1: you know
2: what? And 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 I put some sauce in them,
1: and and I press them
2: motherfuckers up. As long as Dallas wins, I'll have no pro- I have no problems. You know.
4: Oh sorry. man. Okay. All right, here we go. This should really be a good game. Um, we got the two one Ravens traveling to the undefeated Banditos. On to defense is without Chubb, I believe, because he suffered an injury.
0: He's out for the um, year.
4: I think. Yeah, he's out for the year. That's that's unfortunate. Mm. Um, mm. So, um, K-Star, who you got? <sighs>
0: um, I'm gonna go with Baltimore, begrudgingly. You know, Denver uh, had a pretty easy schedule, so sort in of, the first few weeks. In yeah. fact, that. Baltimore won a game. They should have lost. I mean, man, they just – they're finding a way, and I think that continues.
2: Ravens. Easy. Jay.
3: Yeah, I'm going Ravens, too. I mean, I believe in
2: Bridgewater,
4: but
3: losing um, Chubb there, that's, a, that's huge. That is huge. And they lost
4: K.J. Hamler.
3: Yep, he's out for the year, 20 ACL.
0: Tim Patrick and better step Jerry up. Judy's, Jerry Judy's on the shelf. Few weeks too,
4: yep, yep. get can stand out there, boy. I tell you. All right, um, last last but not least, um, I think this is also a good good one to watch for Monday night. Make sure I tune in on this. But we got the three and O Raiders at the two and one Chargers. This just be a fun game to watch, man. Like seriously, and little Herbert, you know, T, who you got
2: now for me. This one was tough because the Raiders playing pretty good ball, um, mm-hmm. and the Chargers, you know, even though we beat them, certainly could have beaten us and then beat mm-hmm. Kansas City. So can't sleep well, with hell them. Been. Yeah, and two quarterbacks playing well right now, um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Go, Chargers, go. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think Super their char- momentum – I think their momentum coming off of that great of course it could be a letdown. But I think their momentum coming off beating Kansas City is gonna carry them into this game. Um but but this could be one I send out a text and say change my pick to the Raiders because I'm really on the fence about this game. But
0: right now I'm gonna go with the Chargers.
4: All right, all right. K-Star what you got?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chargers, man. Um They look really good. Tough win. You know, but I think that uh, it's going to be a letdown spot just because it's a divisional game at home on Monday night. It's easy to get up for a 3-0 team. I think that uh, they'll they'll shoulder that one, um, stay motivated, and play uh, play really good ball. But for now, I'm going to Chargers. I mean, this one subject to change. It's so damn close, but for now, I got a Chargers lean.
4: All right. Jay, do the Raiders stay undefeated?
0: No.
3: I don't think so. I'm going with Chargers. Also, I think, I think the, the the outlier in all of this. I think Chargers defense is a little bit better than the Raiders defense, and um, I think also the the running backs, I know that um, what's the name for for the Raiders? He's been a little bit banged up, but um, yeah. This is this is wow. It's just tough. It's like a pick 'em almost. But I'm picking the Chargers in a in a very close one.
4: This is truly a pick 'em. Uh, I'm I'm just doing it off balance, you know. Uh, This is is a league of parity, and um, you need to take your loss at some point, so why not now? Uh, They're pretty well evenly matched, if you ask me, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers. We are all in on the Chargers. Uh, Gentlemen, that is your pick six. Enjoy your picks, change your picks, do what you want with your picks. Just don't go 0-6. Amen. Hey man.
2: Amen. man. No, hey, hey,
4: man. Hey,
2: man. hey, 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 hey. How's your quarterback doing? But anyway, um, listen. <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> there is one other game I want to talk about before we get out of here. We, we cannot be the Madden voice and not talk about this game, okay? Uh, we haven't talked. We we've been on oh, the yeah. air for an hour and 34 minutes, haven't touched what to me is the game of the year, and not necessarily on a competitive level, from a story level, you will never see this again. When will we ever see in an NFL a quarterback who won six Super Bowls with a head coach leave, go to another team, win a Super Bowl in his first year with the new team, and in the second year go back to his home stadium to play his coach? Like That will never happen in our lifetimes, may never happen in the history of football ever again. So this is a historic game okay we've got to talk about this one um brady versus belichick the bucks versus the patriots um brady coming home they're both trying to downplay it which is what they do brady learned from the best on how to just deal with the media and yeah you know, it's not a big deal and you know I, I i don't know i'm not even really thinking about it that much you know i know watch some. i mean shut the fuck up you know they both thinking about this game Okay, I don't want it. Hey, They can go on camera and say whatever they want, and I'm going to call bullshit. You know that Brady is saying, I don't give a fuck what we do. We're not going there and y'all embarrassing me. We're going to beat the brakes off these patriots, okay? Try to trade me for Jimmy Garoppolo after all the shit I did for them. We're going to go in there and beat the brakes off of them. And you know Belichick is saying, hey, hey look, <laughs> okay, y'all want your jobs? OK, we ain't letting this guy come in. He going to leave, you know? Yeah, OK, I didn't want you. But you leave when I tell you you leave. You don't leave because you just decide to leave. You leave when I'm done with you. That's when you leave. He coming in here in our stadium? Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to win this game. Mac, you show him that you the next him. Show him you the next him, OK? You know this, is, this, this story on this one is unmatched in anything in the nfl okay i'm excited i just want to know what you guys think i really don't care who you thinks gonna win you can tell you can tell probably all gonna say the bucks gonna win they're just a the better team okay but what do you think about the storyline how do you feel about it and frankly do you think belichick knowing tom brady still better okay 20 years he knows tom brady can he put a scheme together to neutralize the goat um I don't care who goes first, y'all.
0: Just talk. I don't give a fuck. So I thought you guys, the uh, preview, the Sunday night preview to this, this game, uh, Adele, the beautiful preview. So you guys need to watch this. um Yeah, this is going to be amazing, right? Like, in terms of a uh, sports spectacle. And uh, you know they both want it, you know, it, more than anything. and you know Brady has a leaf under or tip under his cap from last year, right? He did it with all Bill Belichick and you know, Bill Belichick's team, and they both know each other's strengths, their weaknesses. It's gonna be fucking amazing. I can't wait to see this as a football fan. I'm excited for it, man.
2: Anything, that JB? Right,
3: TV12 gonna tear that ass up. <laughs> he's gonna he's, he's gonna say the bill. He's gonna say this is what happens when you got talent around me. And it's gonna to be touchdown buccaneers. Two minutes later. Touchdown Buccaneers. A minute later. Touchdown Buccaneers. <laughs>
2: that was funny. <laughs> now every time they say touchdown Buccaneers, I'm gonna laugh my ass off <laughs> You know. You know, well maybe what we should do I don't know. I'll text you guys but we can make a drinking game out of this, and every time they say touchdown yeah, Tampa right. Bay or touchdown Buccaneers, we do a we do, a, we, do a, we do a shot. They'll train Mister Health over there. He'd probably do a shot of seltzer or some shit. He's like, I'm doing a shot too, guys. Seltzer. You know what I'm saying? Fuck.
4: You know, <laughs> fuck, you know what I'm saying? You. You know what I'm saying uh, you'll find out one day, my brother. You'll find I'm out. I'm
2: looking forward. I'm looking forward to it, my brother.
4: Oh Mister Light Fritzer.
3: The fuck is saying selfish?
2: White cloth and shit like that, you know? I get I mad because I like that. sparkling water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> got I got my, I,
2: hey, I, got, I drink sparkling water. I, I got a machine that actually makes it, so yeah, I guess I should shut the fuck up. Um uh, <laughs> It <laughs> broke. I was I was lost without it. They sent me a new one though. I was like, oh, my machine, bro. I can't make my own stuff. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, K Star, what do you think? Any thoughts on this game?
0: Oh uh, man, I already spoke out on it, but I, oh, I you did. My bad. To, I meant, uh, I meant yeah. Train. i was looking you, forward you a Brady saying, train. "Let's go!" After every touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Train, I meant to say
4: you. Um. Uh, man, not really, man. Come on, man. We, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry for the Patriots. They're gonna have to go through that on Sunday, man. I mean, if, if they do any, if they if they do anything amazing to keep it close, it would be a surprise to me. Cause um, yeah, yeah. Good luck, Patriots. Um, Tom Brady is about to join Brett Favre as the second quarterback to beat all 32 teams.
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Sunday night football. Um, I'll be texting you guys. And they though. put it on First Sunday thing. night for
4: the whole world to see. Jesus. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I'm not a loss too.
2: I believe the Bucks are gonna win. I do. I believe that Brady wants to go in there and whoop them, beat them like like he did, Daddy. I believe that. I just something just tells me that Belichick got something for him. Now, I'm not saying he's going to win, but I don't think they're just going to let this dude just come in and they're just going to roll over and go down and lose 31-3 or some shit like that. I think Belichick knows this guy, and he's going to put a scheme together to try to, you know, confuse him, you know, because, hey, let's be honest, right? Brady ain't played against a Belichick defense yet. Let's not talk about that bullshit doing practice when he wears a red shirt. That just don't count. He ain't played against a Belichick defense that's, you know, come, go get him. So I'm going to be intrigued early on to see the adjustments and how they play against each other. Because that's the game right there. The game within the game is Tom Brady against Belichick's defense. We know he doesn't have the talent that he's had, you know, in previous years, but he's still a defensive genius, and he's playing his quarterback, a guy that he knows better than anybody. So I'm, I'm intrigued by it, and I don't think New England's going to win. They, they just got a long way to go. But they, they go, I think they're going to fight, and I think they're going to make it a game. Now, Brady may come down, you know, fourth quarter and do what he does and, you know, blow the game open from 21 to 20, and, and it may end up 38-24 or some shit like that. That could happen. But I just don't see them going in there and steamrolling the Patriots, even though Patriots are not that good I just think this is going to be one of those games that Belichick is going to get them up to play this game, national TV, against his former quarterback, and I think it's going to be a hell of a game. And if not, then I'll get drunk doing shots. That's all. (laughs) Um, All right. Good stuff. Um, Let's wrap it up. I know Train's still at work. West Coast, I ain't ain't mad at you. Uh, We'll start with Train. Final thoughts.
4: Not sure what to expect for the rest of the season now. Um, it, it's it's going it's 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 going to be interesting. I'm i um, on one end. It's like maybe we just lose and get a good draft pick, and but we don't have a first round draft pick anymore. So losing is stupid. So <laughs> I just uh, I I hope I put this. It uh, is my realistic hope. I realistic hope that there's enough pressure put on Matt Nagy to do the right thing and, at minimum, just give up the play calling and allow Bill Lazor to call the plays for Justin Fields or whoever is the quarterback other than Nick Foles. And I hope I don't see Nick Foles on Sunday. That would almost make me want to turn off the TV until the defense comes on. Um, Mm. Other than that um, Happy anniversary to my beautiful wife Five years It's been amazing It's been a learning process Uh, I look forward to a ton more Thank
2: you You know, as a guy that's been Dr. Train's Virtual friend for (laughs) Almost 20 years now Can you believe it? Closing in on 20 years (laughs)
4: And, and have
2: sat here and watched him go through so much. I am ecstatic for him and his lovely wife. I really am. Um, so happy anniversary. Thank to you. you, bro. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, K-Star, final thoughts.
0: Ah, dealers, man. Just give me some hope. You know, the outlook is bleak. That means the opportunity is strong. Mike Tomlin, don't do me wrong. Let's go for it.
4: That sounds like a poem. It does. Man. It's probably like some <laughs> some and m M&M shit,
2: something that he stole. That's probably what that is.
0: No, bro. That was off awesome. <laughs> That was from the heart and from the pain and from the soul, bro. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's probably some shit off the movie Eight Mile. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> okay, <man>. okay. Thanks.
0: Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chase Star. Uh,
2: Brother J, JP. Final thoughts.
3: Yeah, happy anniversary, training. Um, Thank Doing my best to, to keep up with you. Number two coming next month, so right behind you, though. Um, all right, all right. Keep, it, <laughs> keep enjoying the games, y'all, because T, you said it best. We're already in the week three. Now it's coming up on week four. And um, a lot of storylines ahead, a lot more football ahead, a lot more surprises ahead. And, and it's going to be great to uncover those surprises and, and talk with y'all about it, so. Go Cowboys, and um, also go fancy football. Me and, and uh, K-Star got a little head-to-head uh, battle of the Titans, the undefeated. So um, we'll see how that pans out.
2: Okay. JP, got an anniversary coming up? I ain't got shit. I ain't got no anniversary. I ain't got no girlfriend. Shit. But I got football, so fuck you both. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And liquor. Yeah, I got plenty of that. Plenty of that. Uh, CBS Sports 9 mm-hmm. rankings after three weeks. Jason, Floyd, JB, Little Big Brother Jay, as Train calls him. Uh, number one with 26 points. Uh, there is a tie for second place between the doctor himself, Mr. Anniversary Train, and the commissioner, the omniscient one. Yes, the guy who actually had a week of no picks is still tied for second place. Uh, with train at 21 points, and then bringing up the rear is Mr. K Star at 15, who also had a week with no picks. But he just ain't as good as me. That's why he's not. So, well, so we all.
0: Anyway. Sure, 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 sure. So have we all had a week without picks now? No,
2: no,
4: no, no. Just me and you. We're the only idiots. Yeah, out. I had a I had a partial week. I missed the the, the early games in one of my. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Miss some more. Just call it even, bro. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You gonna be too busy <laughs> celebrating with the wife. Oh, damn, I forgot my pick. What were you doing? I was with the wife.
2: Good. Too, nice. I'm going to call you. Can you, keep him, can you keep him away from the computer for a while? <laughs> um. I was a savage. You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so I, 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 uh, I actually meant to say this during the show, but who cares? I'm saying it now. Um, I, I've discovered, um, I don't know if you guys have ever had burnt ends. But if you take the uh, point end of a brisket and, and, and cook it a certain way and cut it up, it's called burnt ends, and it's really it's really some good barbecue. And I've had it a lot. And then up here in Connecticut, it's not that easy to find brisket, uh, especially the part of the brisket you need. But you can also do it with a chuck roast, which is not the same quality of meat, but if you cook it right, um, it comes out pretty close to it. And it takes hours to do it, and you got to have a smoker and You know, there's there's some steps you need to take. And I've done it twice. First time was good. Second time was okay. I'm about to do it a third time for the charm. So I will let you guys know how my third uh, Chuck Roast, a.k.a. Poor Man's Burnt Ends, you can Google that, actually. Poor Man's Burnt Ends, uh, but some good, good barbecue. So we're going to have to talk a little bit more in the future about what we're all eating and doing during these games because I think that's important. Anyway, go Cowboys. Excited. Um, You know, keep that same energy. I know you're not going to go 16-1. and one. I expect that there's going to be losses up ahead. But if you play the way you've been playing, uh, I expect you to be competitive. And, and you guys can literally be in every game. Even if you come up short a few times, I just don't want to let down. I don't want to, you know, last year it wasn't really about going 6-10. and 10. It was about the, the lack of effort and, and just, just you know, looking at the game and being like, what are you doing, you know? And, I, and I, in three games, I haven't said that once not once, not one time. So keep the effort going, and you guys will have a good season and we'll be relevant at the end of the season. So that's all us fans are looking for. Stephen A. Smith had us as the third-best team in the NFL. I, I can't I, – know, I ain't going to argue with him because it's my team, but he's so full of shit. <laughs> okay, I don't even believe that the team is the third-best team in the NFL. That's why we don't do power rankings till four or five. It's so stupid to do them now. You need a, a – a, you know, a. Kind of a, a, good a, a mass. Size. Yeah, good sample size, you know. And, and three games and in a four or five game, you get a sense of trends. And then, you know, so we'll be doing our power rankings either next week or the week after. So, um, But that's all I got. That's all we got. Good show, guys. I appreciate it, especially holding it down uh, while I have a little technical difficulties. You guys are great about that. So, listen, uh, everybody have a great rest of your week. Get ready. Some good football. Parody. There's really no team that anybody can say is about to run away with it. So enjoy football while we got it for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star. As we say every week, all feuds will be settled on that field. See you next Tuesday. Good
0: night, everybody. The best bap bap bap